the Shattered Order Podcast. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. Hey, we don't serve their kind here. With your hosts, Good night, punk. Doesn't like you. And Rim Killer Inc. I don't like you either. You just watch yourself. We'll want it men. I have the death sentence on 12 systems. I'll be careful. You'll be dead! On this week's episode, we go rogue. It's Rogue One release day and we're podcasting you the information you need to know while enviously hearing your excitement from the theaters. Stay tuned for some big updates. Hello and welcome to the 26th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk. And with me as always, and also not at the theater seeing Rogue One, is my good friend Wink. What's up, Wink? Oh, not a lot. I was just sitting here thinking, episode 26. We've been doing this for almost half a year now. Yeah, it's kind of, that's kind of crazy to me, actually. I can't believe that. Just a little idea we set out to do for our guild and turned into bigger things. Well, uh, I've been... Seeing a lot of, uh, I'm going to jump right into this part real fast, because I just saw someone do it in our guild, and I'm curious for you. Do you have a seven-star Vader yet? No, I'm getting close, but I could probably get him to seven stars within probably a week or so if I tried to, but it's just not really very high on my priority list at the moment, but I am 75 out of 100. I think there's about 15 achievement shards that I could get pretty easily, but I just I don't want to quit farming what I'm farming just to do that. So um, I'll probably finish them, you know, beginning of the year or something. What about you? Where are you at? I'm actually pretty far for someone that hasn't done any military might events or all those big vader shard events but i'm at 39 of a 100 been getting them out of fleet shipments when i see them shard shop i'm actually pretty happy at 39 out of 100 and i I see some vader shards on the horizon for us so that'll be nice we'll talk about that heck yeah but uh yeah rogue one it's out and so is its update and it's got a lot of uh interesting stuff in it i'd say yeah, it does. I'm pretty excited. Seriously. There's some things that obviously disappoint me a little bit, but we'll go over that. But a lot of this stuff overall, quality of life is uh, very good. So, For sure. Before we get into the update that happened, you know, four or five hours ago, let's talk about some stuff that happened earlier in the week. And that was this U-Wing SRP... SRP. You know what's funny is Scarf, Scarf Rebel Pathfinder is SRP in the game to everyone, right? But here in Arizona, our main power company is SRP. So every time someone writes that, that's what <laughs> I think of. 
So I'm looking at my notes here, and I'm like, why am I talking about SRP? Okay. Anyways, off topic. But anyways, there's a pack that was introduced on Wednesday night, early Wednesday morning. It was uh, a pack for the U-Wing that Bistan and Scarf Rebel Pathfinder uh, pilot. So it was kind of weird because it was saying it was giving you... The U-Wing ship and a pilot to pilot it, but the first pack gave you four U-Wing shards and a free character, three-star character. And if you were on Android, you got Scarf Rebel Pathfinder, and if you were on iOS, you got Bassan. And uh, everyone in Guild Chat starts talking about this, like, why would they give you four shards? And they were all upset. That It's like, well, thanks for that. And... Uh, I saw it, but I hadn't opened my pack yet, and I was like, that just doesn't make any sense. Like, why would they give you four shards? It really doesn't make any sense. Well, luckily, I looked through the the text on the pack and saw that it goes through December 30th, so we did the math there, and everyone's going to get a four-star U-Wing ship by the end of the 30th if they get their pack every day. So that was pretty nice. But then also, yeah. I was out of left field, too. It just kind of popped up. No one knew it was coming, anything. But definitely a nice surprise. I like free stuff. The one Heck thing yeah. one thing that was kind of a buzzkill is I thought it was... They give you a three-star character in your first pack, and I was thinking, oh, well, crap. If they give you three-star every day, that's 15 shards. We're all going to get five stars of the character for our, our platform, right? But, uh came back today and it turned out it was you get five shards and your four blueprints a day so I'll probably still get Viston up to five stars six stars through this but nothing to snuff at nothing to be mad about but I oh I was really looking forward to a seven star Viston not gonna lie yeah that would have been pretty cool but I'll I'll take what they give us definitely and it, he's in fleet shipment so Going from six to seven stars for me isn't as hard as, let's say, four star in fleet shipments. It'll be a lot longer process, so I'll take it. But the one thing I wanted to mention that I was thinking about with The Force Awakens, right? You remember that, how that went? Everyone got Poe and Phasma, depending on iOS or Android. And the important yep. thing, I think, to think about with that was that Poe and Phasma, we only got at four stars, right? And that was it? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I know I, I knew I, I had him at Poe at a smallest amount of stars because I stopped using him very quickly because uh, yep. I could just start using other people. But very similar here. They're about to get a four star. And uh, from there, it's who knows what happens. But the other... The other side of the coin is Viston, he's only in fleet shipments, a little harder to farm than Poe or Phasma was, but at least with Scarf Rebel Pathfinder is a cantina node, but there's 700 people in there you want to get, probably he's the last one you want to go after. But yeah. More, uh, more annoying thing to me about all of it is the named characters are just so hard to get from Rogue One as they were with their Force Awakens counterparts, you know? Yeah, and that sucks, too. Uh, 
lot of these characters are really cool looking, but as we're about to get into tournaments and all this stuff's kind of really slowing down the accessibility to them. Probably won't be able to get them very frequently until, you know, the movie's been out a little while and everything, so. Oh, well. Yeah, totally. But it'll be all right. I'm okay with I'm sure I'm sure uh, some of these people will move closer to more farmability in a couple months. So, well, and something else we haven't considered, there's still a lot of characters that are, are going to be in the movie that, you know, haven't been announced yet. So there'll probably be at some point, uh, maybe somebody gets thrown into Galactic War or something like that. Maybe give us a few easy farms with some of the, you know, maybe either less desirable or less popular characters. Yeah, definitely. And I will look forward to it. And and even then, still, there's going to be more new characters once this Rogue One madness has ended that's been going on for the past two, three months. Like, for example, I would guess that probably Imbo is going to show up soon. But uh, where's he going to go, you know? Where are these new characters that come in? Are they going to go? And once if they go yeah. to tournaments, where are they going to put the people that were tournaments? You know, so I think it will equalize eventually. It just kind of sucks right now. So, yep, we shall see. I think I got hacked last night. I'll say that much. Or at least I did at the moment. You heard about this Japanese test build that went on last night? Um. I didn't hear about it until you mentioned it before we started recording. Oh man, it was it was crazy, and it, it led to some madness for a little while. But I was playing the game, trying to get my last Galactic War nodes in before the reset last night, and uh, I got this random pop up when I went to the home screen, and uh, it it had Star Wars characters on it and everything else, but they were kind of blurry and in the background. And everything in it wasn't English. It was Japanese writing. And then it had player test build something else in English on top of it in bright, clear letters. And it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in this game. So I just clicked out of it. But the next thing you know, I click out of it and I have suddenly have inbox messages. And uh, so I go look at my inbox and I have a bunch of bronzium gear in my inbox now. And so I'm like, oh, that's really freaking weird. So I just kept trying to play, but I, this pop-up kept coming up and coming up and coming up. And so, but every time it came up and I closed it, there'd be a new message in the inbox. And I kept looking in the inbox and I kept having all these low-level gear popping up in there. But then I kept doing it, trying to play the game, and it kept popping up. And I started getting character shards. And at this point, I'm not ex- not accepting any of this stuff. Like, th- normally you get stuff in there, you hit claim and you get it. I'm like, this has got to be a bug or something. I'm not going to claim it or whatever. But later we found out that it went directly into the inventory. That was just a dismissal button. You weren't claiming anything. So basically, while you're on there, it's giving you all the stuff. And Oh, wow. It was absolutely insane for about 25 minutes. And I think in 25 minutes, I probably had about 20 to 25 messages in my inbox. It was madness. Jeez. (laughs) 
So yeah, I was handing out free Bronze Zoom Pack rewards each time the pop up came up, and it That's was pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was it was nuts. I'm gonna have to send you some pictures on the Discord of that stuff if you haven't seen them. I took a bunch of pictures. It's crazy. Yeah, for sure. I'd be curious to see that. May even send one out uh, from our Twitter account so other people can see that too. Oh yeah, definitely. It's a fun picture to look at. It's. It's total Japanese, like, this is what the Japanese see when they play this game. It's crazy. <laughs> but uh, but in the end, I ended up getting 32 Dothcha shards and and 12 Kaigon Jin shards, so about 600 shard shop currency. So I'll take it. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was really weird that it happened. But I did see some posts on Facebook, too, in the Facebook group that we're both in. Someone got a three-star echo out of it. And uh oh wow. Yeah, that's pretty crazy considering how long he has been chromium before he went to fleet shipments and regular shipments. Yeah, no kidding. So, yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. I don't know that they're going to do anything. They kind of said they were going to look into it or what they could do, but uh, it was all level 1 gear. The only real issue was character shards, but even then it wasn't a ton. But I can see how people that weren't online at that time were like Oh, I would have loved to have shards, you know? So. Yeah. We'll see. But it was, I totally thought I was hacked. Like, I thought the game got hacked somehow. I was checking my credit card statement because each one of the, each one of the uh, messages you got said, your, your purchase has been processed. And then it gave you a bunch of gear one gear. And I'm like, is, mm. are they, is my money being taken for this? Because I, I don't like that bug. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's not a bug you want to have. <laughs> yeah, everything was clear, so I don't think they'll do anything. But we'll see what happens. I just wanted to bring it up because it was complete chaos last night. Very interesting. Yeah, I was sleeping at that time, so I wasn't on there to collect. <laughs> even had I known about it, right? And I, I guess honestly, you probably wouldn't have wanted to wake up for it. <laughs> it wasn't that great. It was just kind of funny. Yeah. But. Cool. Well, what we got now is that good old Rogue One stuff. Heck yeah. So why don't you... There's some pretty exciting stuff in this. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty, uh, pretty happy with it. Well, beyond yeah. characters all going to tournaments, but most of the other stuff is pretty amazing. One of the first things is uh, something that... I actually mentioned last week as what I thought would be a possibility or highly likely that they would be making the Emperor's Demise event a little bit more difficult due to the level cap increase and everything. But they actually came out and said that there will be no update for it. It will be the exact same event. It will not be any more difficult or tuned or anything. So better go all in and beat it this time because i'm guessing the third time it comes back it's probably gonna be quite a bit more difficult yeah definitely and uh i'm actually pretty happy about this because my b account who i have a you know gear 11 no gear 10 emperor on that's five star i really want him at seven star but those rebels on that account are a lot less a lot less geared than my main account so Hopefully they can beat him, especially since he's not updated. And I'm sure a lot of people that are farming right now, trying their hardest to get enough people to fight him and gear them 
to fight him will be happy about that. So, yeah, that'd be good. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Well, the next next thing is uh, Cassian Andor is coming. Uh, like we all thought, he's going to be an iOS exclusive. Let me just wait. What? what? <laughs> I was he's, about to head into something else. iOS exclusive, <laughs> like we all thought, right? We all they got exactly. They got their K two S O, and we get no, no, you don't. Unfortunately, no. But he is going to a, a tournament, so that's exciting. What? Yeah. Yeah. Tournament. Love yeah. it. No, don't love it at all. So, but he is in the game. And I, what I was going to say before you caught me so off guard <laughs> was that his character model looks awesome. Like, yeah, he looks just like the character in all the trailers that I've seen. And his, his model just looks so cool. I really like it. Mm-hmm. So, agreed. I want him, and we'll talk about what he does a little bit later on in the podcast. But yeah, he looks cool. I like him. But his tournament is starting December twenty first, and what you might have noticed is Jin Urso's tournament starts on the seventeenth, right? Yeah, seventeenth. Yes, that's pretty close together, right? Very well. We could talk about this in the event schedule later, but I'm talking about it now, and I'm just going to bring it out here because I like it. If you look in the event schedule they posted along with this update, most of the tournaments that they've listed are only a day long or two days long. Yep, I was going to bring that up. So, huge, big change in my opinion, and hopefully a very good one. It'll drop down that uh. The war of attrition that goes along with these tournaments a little bit, so that'll be nice. That with those increased refresh prices that we talked about last week will definitely change the way that the tournaments are played. Totally, and I'm okay with that. I, I like these. Th- if they come, which we know they are all going to come, I want them to come and go fast. So. Get them here, get them out of here. Let's be done with it because what a slog they are, you know. Yep. So. There's a, a specific tournament that I'm waiting to return. We'll get into that later, though. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> uh, I think the most exciting part about this update is double cantina rewards. Yay! All the way from now until December 20th. So uh, if you normally only do the 100 refreshes, you might want to save your crystals and start doing the 200s. Help get characters a little bit uh, quicker along. I'm, I should be able to get TIE Fighter Pilot finished and then, uh, God forbid, I may farm B2 or maybe someone that I actually like. <laughs> yeah, dude. The uh, This combined with the... Oh, we didn't mention that. Along with the pack for the U-Wing and Biston and Scarf Rebel Pathfinder, they introduced the crystal sales. So 25% extra crystals yes, they did. with every pack that you buy on a one-time purchase. So you can buy the 100 and the 50 and the 20 and the 10 and the 5 and get all the 25% extra, however many you want to buy. Yep. But 
one-time purchase, 25% extra, and I'm going on all in on that right now so that I can use those crystals on this double weekend, or not weekend, double five days, and try yeah. to get as many of those cantina tunes and shards as I can during this. That's the way to do it. If you want cantina characters and you spend money, I mean, buy the crystals and use them to do those extra refreshes. I mean, it's a hell of a lot better value than you get any other time. So enjoy while it's here. Yeah, exactly. For sure. I'll be doing that. Try to get my TIE fighter pilot finished at least close by the end of this. So. Well, and... The reason that we're farming TIE Fighter Pilot is for the tank takedown raid. And there was a little bit of change with the normal tank raid. Uh, And we're kind of a little bit on opposing sides on how we feel about it. Yes. Uh, I'm on the throw my hands in the air and scream hooray side. I... I'm on that side as well, but I'm a little bit more on the, uh, they may have nerfed it a little bit too much. (laughs) It's, I mean, we were clearing them to where we didn't build up coins. So, I mean, basically as fast as we would get coins, we could clear the raid. And now it's much, much less time than that. It's basically... Rancor style rating mm-hmm. and uh, that's great and I don't mind it but I, I don't know I'm just kind of surprised with how much they nerfed it think it's think it's a, l- a little much well here's my side to that okay I would consider our guild now we're not doing heroics yet so that's where we're at the precipice of that right now but we're also a little higher than most guilds, in my opinion, because we were clearing it in three days. Pretty freaking fast compared to some. And for us, this change makes it hours. It's going to be dead. If that, yep. if people were all online at the same time, the thing would be dead in less than an hour. But for all the rest of the guilds out there, this is perfect for them. Because the odds of them hitting heroic anytime soon are probably pretty small. But them being able to finish a regular, normal tank raid in a week, as opposed to the people that might still be in phase two of their first one ever, this is perfect for them. And the thing is, they didn't change heroic, so we're still going to be slamming our heads against the wall in the next month. Yeah. So... No, that's true, and I can probably get on board with that. Um, I'll, I'll kind of reserve that judgment until I see a little bit more from some of these other guilds and see what they think about it, but, yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm somewhere in between, I guess. Yeah, my opinion on the matter is I would rather they over-nerf it than under-nerf it. I agree there. Cause yeah, it's, that's a good point. There, the the opinion would be, well, we nerfed it. When is the next one coming? Will it ever come? It's if it's still needed, who yeah. knows? But at this point, it's where it's at a beatable space for most people, so I'm okay yep. with that. And then for the higher end players, heroic didn't change, so it's still gonna have that 
communication, the coordination, lots of uh, hard work from the players. So I think it kind of fixes it for everyone in the end. Yeah, it's probably true. But as far as the changes well, go, what they actually were is they lowered the damage that they do. They lowered the boss's health, they lowered the minion's health, and they reduced the speed on the character's so Jedi, and then on top of that, they added a new thing for Jedi for 20% crit chance during all phases. So all the Jedis get up upped crit chance too. And as far as I know, that's not in heroic also, just kind of a, a normal thing for them. So. Yep. And to put it in perspective, we, we gave up, we abandoned just because we wanted to see what this new one was about. After the guild reset today, and in three hours, we were halfway through phase three with half the people attacking that normally do on this new nerf trade. So you are right. We actually it is had pretty, to put uh, a stop out. Yeah. So, so people could register killed. register for a tank yep. raid. I mean, seriously. <laughs> we're basically not allowing people to attack on it for 12 hours until other people can get in there and register and everything. So that's that's how much they nerfed it. And this was something that used to take three days. Yeah. So. Craziness. Yep. But let us know how your guild's doing in it. Hit us up on Twitter. We want to hear about it. Really want to know what everyone thinks of this nerf. So. Yep. Well, a few other things. Uh, they gave out some free gear. They gave us 50 pieces of... You know, the new raid gear pieces. Um, That's pretty awesome, in my opinion. Because it's like, hey, we know this was taking forever and it sucked. Some of those pieces they gave, you know, I only had like 12 of total after since it's been released. And then they just threw 50 at us. So There were some that I haven't got any of. So that was pretty exciting. I'm not sure if it's all of the raid pieces, but I think there were six of them. Uh, But it's enough that you can... You know, if you've got the other components that go with it, that's enough to craft six new pieces of gear and uh, start throwing on some some of your arena characters or whatever. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, they gave out all the purple pieces. They didn't give out any of the raid yellow pieces. Okay, that's what it was. Yep. All right, that makes sense. Yep. Uh, something else. This is probably my favorite part by far. Isn't it? Uh, this is ex- goes exactly in line with what, like, to a smaller degree. There wasn't it wasn't spread throughout every shipment, but this is what I was talking about last week with shipments and having characters to farm in there. I love this change. Yep, I do too. So uh, we're gonna name four characters that we know will now show up in the guild shipments because they are the four characters that are in there for us. So in mine, Commander Cody and drumroll, Sunfock. I'm so excited. Hey, uh, I've been wanting to finish him for a while because I've had some shards from a Chromium from a long time ago, and uh, I'll finally be able to actually get him to six star. He's pretty close anyway, and then I'll be able to finish him off seven star. He's awesome. He's a character I've really wanted for a long time, so I am super stoked about that. And then you got. Echo and Tuscan Shaman in the guild shipments. <laughs> I'm cool with Echo. I really don't know that I will ever farm Tuscan Shaman, but there might come a point where that's all I have left, and maybe I'll go after him. Yeah. 
It's nice that he's there. But yeah, Sunfock is definitely one that I've always wanted, so glad to see him there. And I really do yep. want all the clones. And I'm farming Rex and fleet shipments. I mean, it's 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 always save a few uh, currency for Rex if he shows up, and then use the rest on ships. And I've got him to yep. almost uh, five stars now. So cool running him, but That's I'd exciting. love to get Echo, and I'd love to get Cody. And I already yep. have fives, so I'll be, I'm all nice. about that. I'm glad those guys got moved in there because, yeah, it's awesome. Love it. You like you like your synergy, guys. I'm that yeah synergy for sure. It makes me and I if I put on my tinfoil hat right now, I, I think to myself, <laughs> why would they put Tuscan Shaman in there? And I think, hey, there's a bunch of months coming up here where there's no new movies coming out. Maybe they're going to add some Tuscans and actually make Aurora a character that just you don't forget about and exists and no one uses and make some synergy. Yeah. Because that would be pretty sick. I love Tuscans. The I first movie. Agree. Oh, those guys were so cool to me. Yep. Like, they seem so lame now that we've watched so many Star Wars movies. But think about the first time you watched Star Wars in. Here they were it scary. Obi Wan. Is scared of these guys. Luke's scared of them. Like, and then they come out there yep. screaming. Oh, they were awesome when I was a kid. So. Yep, totally agree. Well, the other thing they did is they added gear, you know, the new tank raid gear into the shipments, um, and they changed the way the old raid gear is priced in the shipments. So it used to randomly show up at, in increments of. 5, 10, and 25, mm-hmm. uh, that is going to be no more. It's all in multiples of two. Uh, the price scales similarly, so it used to be 3300 for 10, and now it's uh, 660 for two pieces. So the price scales, and then uh, on the new gear, it's 800 for two pieces. So it's obviously a little bit more expensive than the old raid gear, but at least you can get those in there now. Yeah, for sure. That's what a lot of people were wanting, a new way to get them. And a, I, know, I don't know if you're like me, but I guess you are. You're probably sitting around 20K or more guild currency. <laughs> no, I guess no, not. not I'm always, I'm always sitting... At huge amounts of guild currency, and to have something that I, I spend actually it as I get it, to have something I actually need to spend it on, I uh, will be happy with that. But I've been at twenty k yeah. guild guild currency for months, and I'll buy shards every oh, day. Wow. I'll buy guild or I buy raid uh, gear from there. I t- never run out of that crap. <laughs> I don't buy raid gear from there, but I buy a lot of the other pieces like the MK5 syringes or the MK3 bug looking deals. Uh, oh, the comlinks, that's what they're called. Yeah. I'll buy those in there, and I've been farming Dengar and I'm a Gundy. Um, I'm just about finished with both of them, so. That's pretty I'm much where I'm at. Be farming Sunfock. Because I'm. Almost finished with Snowtrooper and almost finished with Amagundi. And then I'll just go after those, get my clones now that I can. So. Cool. Stoked. Love it. Well, uh, that's 
I think the best of the news, there is a little bit more. One of them is if you farm Finn, it's not a complete waste. Uh, <laughs> he's getting buffed, but it's not going to be in this update. So that's something we'll touch on in a future episode. But just know that there is a buff for him coming. That came out of left field for sure. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> expect it, but... Like, if I if you were giving me the choice between a Finn update and a Kylo update, which one would make more people, affect more people? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's like, Kylo. Finn, really? Yeah. I guess he's just that bad? I mean, but I would think that him and Kylo at this point were on the same page. I don't know. I'm happy about it. Never it makes know. him... Maybe at some point in the future he'll be worth a farm and people that have him will be like you. You'll be able to tell us once this goes live if it's if it's a good thing. But uh yep. I'm gonna save that in our back pocket for next week's episode since uh it's not live yet, so we'll talk about that a little bit later. And the other thing that was a little bit of a point of contention is in the credit heist and the training smug training droid smuggling event uh the pirates you know were not getting the correct damage from boba due to them being scoundrels well they the fact that they weren't scoundrels like they're supposed to be Mm -hmm. that has been updated and all the pirates are now scoundrels you know i was really wondering why you put that in the notes that makes sense though i don't have boba on my main account so i never saw this so I was going after him, but you and many others made me go after Poe instead, so. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I, did I tell you Poe over Boba? No, no. It's it's the heroic tank. I need another tank for oh, phase yeah, three, right. and okay. Poe is the easiest for me to farm right now, so. Yep. Going after him. Left Boba in the dust. Hard to go wrong. <laughs> But, you know, what? you can make fun of me because I finally am going after your guy. Yeah, after, like, what, eight months of me telling you to farm him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the next thing is this very exciting link that was in the update. Uh, it is basically an event schedule. Uh, so you can go to, you know, the official forums and there is a full schedule of events and just super quickly, we're going to run down it and kind of tell you when, when a few things are starting. So before we do that, I want to say it took me forever to find this because it wasn't put in the updates or the, uh, developer updates, the game updates or the developer updates part it was put in the news and announcements which they never update ever so it took me forever to find this thing but well, uh, it is in the uh it is in the most recent dev update there's a link to it from there oh is there okay yeah because yeah i i click in developer updates and then i just don't see it it's like oh okay where the hell is this thing yeah but the other thing is why isn't there a button in this thing so that I can just add it straight to my Google Calendar? <laughs> oh, that would be nice. Or it would be nice if they would put something like this in the freaking game. Oh, yeah, totally. L- in like, that, just, go ahead. 
I mean, we know when these events are coming. Go ahead and stick them in the events so we can see when they're coming or something along those lines. Oh, I love clicking on the event tab and seeing like 10 events, you know? Even oh, if one oh, of yeah, them says it's, it's not coming yeah. for 30 days, it's nice to see them in there. But Yep, totally at agree. At least with this, we know they're coming. So Now, this is yep. subject to change, but this is what it is right now. And... Uh, yeah, looks pretty interesting. First one is the double drops, yep. which we talked about. And then uh, Jin Urso's tournament starts on the 17th and ends on the 18th. So I said two days, but literally, if it starts, depending on when it starts on the 17th, it could really, it, there's a possibility that tournaments could only be 24 hours without a refresh. I'm you really I mean? hoping that's what they did. Yep. Yeah, I we didn't have this page open earlier when we were talking, so I said two days to cover my bases, but it does say here, starts on the 17th, ends on the 18th. So there is a possibility that these tournaments are now just one day, and it I would be happy two with that. Days, covers two days, but it's not 48 hours. It's yeah, that would be my guess. Probably like 36 yeah. or something. Start in the morning yeah. of one day, in midday the other one. So, that. And hopefully it is, hopefully there is no refresh, or no free refresh. Yeah. That would make a lot of, make a lot of less work, because once that refresh happens, it's, it's like you hit the go line again, and everyone just goes nuts. Yep. So, got boarding action after the Emperor's Demise, which is on the 23rd, which we've talked about. But there is the Thai Advanced Blueprints boarding action tournament. Starts on the 1st, ends on the 2nd. But this is the one that I thought was kind of cool. And this was an iOS exclusive event earlier in the year, I believe. But that's the Droids Fight Back, which will now be available, I assume, for everyone. Because there's nothing noted on their schedule. But it's the one that uh, requires droids and awards Jawa shards. So, yep. I'll be doing it just to get my Vader shards if I need them at that point and uh, shard shop currency. <laughs> well, love the shard shop currency. And there's, there's plenty of people now that have seen that Jawas are good in the raid and I'm sure are farming them at the moment. So this is only a couple days after the new year, so they'll be able to get some Jawa shards in there. And then we got the Omega Battles coming back uh, January 7th and January 8th. And then the, uh, you know, the military might on the 14th and 15th. Um, More Vader shards for me since I didn't beat that last time. There's also two that I think you skipped over. The uh, December 21st, uh, the Cassian Andor squad tournament, which we kind of covered earlier. And then the... uh, uh, Cassian's U-Wing Blueprint tournament that is on the 28th and 29th. Oh, I did miss that one. You're right. That's kind of crazy. So on that one I missed, Cassian's U-Wing are... Now, do we think that that's the... That's not the U-Wing that Scarf, Rebel, Pathfinder, and Biston pilot, right? No, don't believe so, no. So this would be a totally different one with a tournament, so that would be interesting. Yep. 
definitely. But here's what this is what we talked about before the show, right? This is Cassian's Ewing Blueprints. Well, I guess that might actually be the name of that ship, so never mind. But I was going to say, for the uh, TIE Advance, it doesn't say Vader's TIE Advance, but I think you're still right about that one. Yeah, I better be, because that's the one I'm excited about. I want, I'm 60 out of 80. I want to unlock the damn thing. <laughs> All I know is that if it wasn't Vader's TIE Advance, that would help out Executrix a lot, because it would actually mean more... Imperial ships to get uh, synergy yeah. with him from his unique or whatever, but yep. Oh well, who knows? Well, um, I think next we're on to Cassian Andor, and <laughs> I guess this came out of a data mine. It did, but I think that uh, it's pretty much. Confirmed. Let me see if it's yeah. on gal- swgoh.gg. Yes, there it is. I'll just bring up his page and use their information instead of the data mine. That way we're getting current stuff. Sounds but, good. So Cassian Andor, who looks like a badass, he looks like a, a tougher Poe and a tougher Finn, the way he's standing in that uh, character screen. But uh, maybe it's the mustache. Or the uh, goatee. <laughs> I don't know. But he is a rebel. Surprise. But you didn't see that coming. I had no idea. <laughs> he's a rebel support. And uh, he's got four abilities. No leader ability. So two specials, a basic and a unique. But they do look pretty good. So let's go over those. Two steps ahead. That is his... Basic, and uh, it has a debuff, which makes it awesome, I think. Steal physical damage to target enemy with an 85% chance to inflict buff immunity for two turns. So one of your favorite things about Anakin is also on Cassian. And then not to mention the damage numbers on this attack are actually pretty good. 4,900 yep. to 5,400. Then you put some mods on there. That's it's a pretty good basic attack, I'd say. Especially for a support. Yeah, looks pretty solid. So. Second ability is called Shock Grenade. It's a special. Inflict... <laughs> this is a mouthful. Inflict ability block, defense down, healing immunity, offense down, and speed down once each on random enemies for two turns. So, one of those for each person that you hit with this, uh, with this. If the primary target is Empire, expose them for two turns. If K2SO is present, he is called to assist. Then gain 20% turn meter for each debuffed enemy. So you do it, and you get turn meter for all the debuffs that land. So you're probably going to get to go again. Now the thing about this is I just noticed... It does not have a damage indicator. So it is not an AoE move. It is just a yep. straight it's, debuff. It's very similar to Old Ben's AoE. Ah, yeah, that's a good comparison. His doesn't do damage either. Yep. Very cool. 
That's a lot of different you debuffs get, you can throw on people. And there's a lot of RNG there, too. It's like, I want that guy ability blocked. Oh, no, he got defense down. Well, and what I like about this as compared to Old Ben, so Old Ben has a chance to remove turn meter, but all he does is the ability block and the offense down. With this guy, you get the defense down, the healing immunity, and the speed down, uh, which is super cool. It's mm-hmm. um, it's on random enemies. I'm not sure, uh, you know, how many enemies it'll do. Uh, as opposed to like old bins where it's guaranteed on everyone, assuming you have enough potency. Um, but this also has the expose and expose is pretty awesome. Yeah, the wording is what what gets me. It says once each. Oh, okay, one one of those debuffs for each time you use this ability on random enemies for turn turns. So so could one enemy get all the debuffs? If the RNG went that uh, way? Oh, I get what... Yeah, uh, interesting. Um, Cause yeah, so basically it could be like one character gets ability block, defense down and speed down, and then someone else gets healing immunity, and then someone else gets offense down. Yeah, exactly. Or it could be basically any combination of those. Yeah, it's kind of crazy the way this works. There's a lot of RNG to that. Yeah. But look at that potency. You know, look at his base potency. 56%. Yeah. So Pretty solid. Yeah. He's it's already a good chance without mods that he's going to be hitting that, most of those, at max gear. So add a few potency, one potency cross on him, and you're good to go. Oh, yeah. And he already has pretty decent speed. Um, not, I mean, it's not great, but it's for the support character that type that he is. It's, I would say, it's probably better than average at one thirty-four. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Seventeen k health, eighteen point seven k protection. So he's not that, not super squishy. Yep. A little over thirty-six thousand total. It's yeah, pretty nice. Crippling... Sh- oh, here's another thing. I'm looking at these stats. Shards for activation, 50. So think of that this way. He get, He's unlocked in a tournament. Top 100 will get him. Not just top yep. 25. So I like that. Yep. But he has... His third special is called Crippling Shot on a three-turn cooldown. Deal special damage to target enemy. For each debuff present on other enemies, inflict that debuff on the target for one turn. So let's say you use shot grenade, his other special, and it throws all those, throws out those other debuffs. Maybe one's resisted. Maybe you get four out of the five, but you get twenty percent turn meter for each debuffed enemy. So the more people that the, his debuffs go on, you get a bunch of turn meter. And he's probably going to go soon again. If you sh- if you're able to, to shoot off crippling shot for all the debuffs you've put on other enemies. With this special damage shot, he's going to put all those debuffs on this guy also. On top of that, it hits for 8,000 to 9,800 damage. So, definitely That's a pretty, pretty good cool. shot. I like this. Yep. Put a lot of lot of debuffs going out from him. I mean, every move he has puts a debuff out. 
Yeah. And that's that's pretty cool because uh, these debuff teams have been pretty awesome for a while. And I think he'll fit right into that. Yeah, definitely. Especially you find those characters that their damage goes up on debuffed characters. It's always a pretty good chance yeah. with him and your team that someone's going to be debuffed. Yep, that is true. And his unique is called Groundwork. At the start of each encounter, all rebel allies gain protection up 20% for three turns. So everyone gets 20% more protection than they had. All rebel attackers gain defense up for three turns. All, oh, okay, so... Oh, okay, I'm trying to read this and understand it while saying it. Every one of your rebel allies on a team with him will get protection up for three turns. All attacker class rebels gain defense up for three turns. All supports gain potency up for three turns. And all the tanks gain tenacity up for three turns. So a lot of buffs going out at the beginning of the battle from his unique. And if K2SO is present, he gains all of them. So more of that buddy syn- uh, synergy. Yep, he'll be, he'll definitely be fun to pair with, like, you know, Stormtrooper Han or someone like that. Also, assuming you're not going against a B two, but or Saj, I guess, but B two mainly. Yeah, because if you had Stormtrooper Han go before him, and you had him fast enough. That he gained 100% turn meter from Stormtrooper Han. He could throw out the shock grenade and almost instantly, as long as his potency was up, throw out a crippling shot and put all those debuffs on someone and make any triple tap from Biggs instant kill. Yep. So, pretty awesome. And he only needs three pieces of raid gear. Pretty good. Uh, Yeah, that's super cool. That don't happen very often. Right. I feel like most characters need 12 pieces of raid gear or some crap. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I agree. He seems like a pretty solid character all around. Uh, Worked really well in a debuff team. That being said, he's not so great that I really want to go out of my way to get him. Um as far as what what I try to build my team around, he doesn't fit very well in for me, but uh, I'm sure there will be some pretty awesome teams out there that end up using this guy. Totally. And I'm trying to decide now whether I want to go after him or Jin in their tournaments because I'm only picking one. I'm not going to destroy myself over two tournaments, but... My prediction is Jen Erso is going to be far better, but... Yeah. Well, this guy will know. be really good for... This guy will be much better for Android users than iOS. Yeah, that's true. Because of the <laughs> K2SO assist. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But I did just go look through all the abilities because I thought that his special had a really high damage number. So check this out. For AOA... AO, or special damage numbers. The Before he was introduced, the highest special damage number was from Emperor Palpatine's Lightning Strike. And the damage range on that is 6628 to 7324. And we all know that that hits pretty well when you're geared up, right? 
Mm-hmm. Definitely. The, in, the end damage number for his AoE is 7324. Cassie Nandor has taken over the special... The highest special damage spot huh. at 8,800 to 9,800. So uh, that thing's going to be doing some damage. I thought that was. That's I thought cool. that number looked high, but yeah, he's definitely at the top of damage from his crippling shot. So pretty cool. But yeah, I'll be curious to see what this guy can do. Oh yeah, definitely looks fun. Most definitely. So you have an idea when you're going to be able to see that movie? Uh, I don't. I'm going to try to get to it this weekend. And, uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, it, we're supposed to have some super shitty weather here this weekend, so it might be a really good day to kind of crawl out of the house and go sit in a movie theater for a couple hours. <laughs> What the hell? Sorry. I just got a text <laughs> message. I, I just got a text message from Jerry. And uh, he's an asshole because he just told me he is seeing Rogue One and it is starting in five minutes. <laughs> that and bastard. I, What's wrong with really, him? We really do hate him now at this point. Oh, you're so, really going to hate him if he sends you spoilers. Ugh. That sounds like a very Jerry thing to do. It, it does. Yep. I'm going to rip your Magma Trooper <laughs> backpack right off your back and shove it down your throat if you send me spoilers, Jerry. <laughs> Just Definitely won't get in the guild then. <laughs> yeah. Get more than five seven stars, dude. Come on. You've been playing since November. So, um, regarding Rogue One, what we're going to try to do is, after the two of us watch it, we're going to reconvene and do our special episode, do a, just a Rogue One review episode, and we're just going to kind of talk about the movie and stuff, you know, won't be related to the game at all. Um, so, y'all will probably get a double dose somewhat of us next week you know you love it (laughs) (laughs) absolutely that'll be our christmas present to you guys totally absolutely well i think that's it for us this week what do you think sounds good cutting this one a little bit shorter than we've done in a while i know man i made I don't even know what to say. <laughs> uh, Which is a it's a it's a surprise considering how long we ramble sometimes. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, I do have one last thing to say. Go lines. Later. No. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the Force be with you.